Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Oh, shut your mouth. And we're live again. For it is. It's, two. it's there again. Second the little episode. live thing. I love it. I love it. So happy. I'm happy to see you, Jeremy, even though I've seen you for the last 15 minutes in pre-show production. <laughs> but for the public, on the record, I'm pleased to see you. I'm not sure anyone's ever said that to me before. So that's nice. Thanks. <laughs> not, not even your wife. No. It's good to not see my you, wife, Jeremy. not my parents, not my own daughter. <laughs> my, no one. If your daughter could string that sentence together, I'd love this. I mean, you know, we know what it's oh, like wait. trying to teach her to say words. Seriously, like, uh, there are some days where I go and, like, get her from her nap. And she's like, don't want you, want mummy. And I'm like, Thank thanks for that dagger in the heart there, child. That's amazing. <laughs> but, no, it is good to see you. And it's good if people, I don't know if people are watching, but hopefully they will. And you can watch this later because you can watch the record just like with episode one. You can watch it later. You can listen to it later. We'll get into that in a bit. But if you are watching uh, at any time, presently, or in the future, uh, thanks so much, because uh, we appreciate it. And if you are watching now, you should learn is that then you can comment in the comment section, and then Jeremy, as the master of all things live stream, might put your comment on the screen, and then you're part of it. And you can I say might. something like... like Unless I think you're a prick, then no, forget <laughs> it. <laughs> or even if you do. So I, um, I slung up a, a share of the link to let other people watch it, uh, to encourage people to watch it. And I said it was COVID inspired. And yeah. my friend Joe was like, doesn't that mean it's going to be terribly depressing? I'm like, do you not know me? <laughs> Did you think that we hope? <laughs> it's like, can you imagine what sh that show would be like? It's basically like what we just watched at seven o'clock. Surely. Yeah. That's the, it's that's the, they have that. It's called the news. It's, it's called the news. <laughs> what is that? Why have, have you just, yeah, it's the news, man. It's, and not just on COVID as well other shit that's we find anything that's depressing and melodramatic and we throw it out there for we everybody's non-enjoyment 24 hours a day baby no it's not like the news although it does have uh it does have facts in it that i don't know and fiction you could be the judge but um i did say no it's like conceived i said conceived in during crisis you know like all the best things are uh so i don't know if she's listening or watching or anything but if she is she should say hi uh as should everybody but yeah Conceived in COVID, not depressing. She would have a slogan. <laughs> Covidio killed the radio star, not depressing. We should actually, yeah, Covidio killed the radio star. That's the name of the show. Could actually name the name of the show, otherwise it's kind of pointless. So, yeah, you're watching again. It's the second episode. I'm just scrolling up my notes. So I've left them at the bottom. <laughs> uh, so back again. Thanks for having uh, uh, us in your, uh, in your world. Remember, what I should say is that this show often swears so if you huddled round the tablet with your family hoping for a clean experience you ain't gonna get it so just like that you know so have it what you know we should get into this is happening we we should things are happening despite us not going anywhere and being locked in our homes stuff is happening on an individual basis so sometimes with this is happening talk about what is hot what's not what's hap what's nap Jeremy, what is hap what in your world do you think is actually a reason to be cheerful? Yeah, I mean, this is a, a thing that has kind of kept me sane at, at points of this week. Um, and it's kind of 
kind of following on from what I talked about last week and that theatres are live streaming their shows, that kind of thing. But I'm talking today about regular people live streaming. Just their everyday lives or the job that they normally do. And in particular, yes. yeah. I'm going to... Sh- I'm going to put a, a little shout out and a recommendation for our good friend Duncan Morris. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Whom on Tuesday, and I think he did Monday as well, but I missed it. Sorry, you know, life. He put out a live stream that is toddler nursery rhyme time. Oh, okay. Singing songs, doing dances cuddly toys in the in the camera that all that kind of good stuff is that and what my, you're doing yeah well that's one of the things he's doing he's actually doing qu- a, quite a number of things as are so many people like there's uh i yeah. think the most famous one is uh joe wicks the the pe guy oh yeah 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 whom oh, man, um, like mothers are tuning into far more than the children this is uh kind of attention starved sex stars mother mothers tuning in to look at joe wicks um jump around anyway back to duncan who also may have mothers tuning in uh, from what i understand <laughs> from the comments <laughs> <laughs> i love it basically i was uh, able to put my two-year-old in front of the the screen for what was about 45 minutes uh hurl abuse at duncan in and the li- in the live chat him. And he would entertain my child and oh, nice. me in the process. Oh, I love it. Well, that is hap, certainly hap. Talking about my other thing that's hap. Oh, go on then. And that's uh, the punch reaction videos on social media. I haven't seen this, but you did mention it the other day. So what's going on with that? How's that work? So I, I did try to explain this to you. Basically what happens is it started by somebody, doesn't matter who, but it's mostly celebrities or athletes that are doing this. And the idea is that the first person punches their camera. Where's my... <laughs> and then well, I... the next person, and it's all edited together, would react like, oh, yeah. I've been punched in the face. And then they would then punch their camera and it would just go on and on and on through a series of people. And there are loads of them. I haven't seen this at interwebs. all. I have, to, I, have to, I have to check it out. Punch. Punch reaction. Videos. okay okay yeah. i'll look it up that does sound kind of fun that that's that's the thing that's happening it's gonna die out though these things only have a little a small shelf life it is already very much dying out yeah yeah oh, well there i go this is this what it's happening now um do you know i saw a friend of mine do a challenge where she had to drink four shots um and then she nominates four people to also drink four shots and i'm like it sounds like the ill-conceived ice bucket challenge remember when everyone got all right we'll just drop ice over ourselves i'm not like i'm not fucking doing that i'm not <laughs> i don't care who fucking nominates me i am not dropping ice on myself on my head. i did it and i think i did actually nominate you and now that i think about it it was a long time ago though. i think you did yeah yeah i'm like no, yeah no that's nap um ice bucket challenge <laughs> nap but what is hap like i need more encouragement is drinking shots of tequila and nominating other people to do the same. It seems like a stupid, like the red wine challenge, buy yourself a bottle of red wine. That isn't a real challenge, by the way, but like it probably should be. Buy yourself a bottle of red wine and then drink it. And I'm like, okay then. So, hey, drinking challenges are in. What else are you going to do at home? 
See, the thing is, the thing that unites all of these challenges is the problematic use of the word challenge. Oh, yeah. And that this isn't a challenge. Like, no, going and having a drink or tipping some water on yourself is not a challenge. No, Can they rename these things? The the ice bucket event thing? It's like, it's a forfeit, isn't it? It's a forfeit. You're it your, But without any... If we had a bet on this show, Jeremy, one of us could then have to do a, a COVID forfeit. You know, that sounds like a very foreshadowy thing to say there. It, it does, doesn't it? I haven't even come up with anything. It's just like in my head at the moment. This is just live, baby. I just like we could maybe not this time, but we could have something. And then the other person has to uh, has to do something. I mean, that seems reasonable to me. Um, yeah. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. Well, let's let's think about that because that sounds like fun. Uh, and challenges can be seen. Everyone can watch them and it'll be a wonderful time. More content as well. That's always good. So I'll tell you what's really good at the moment, Jeremy. I'll tell you what's excellent um is, is speaking into the mic i'll tell you what's excellent <laughs> is um is having money i've got money jeremy i don't have to go out i don't have to spend anything except for like groceries so i don't go to the pub i don't go to things i don't go to events regrettably not going overseas which is totally nap but as a result i now have cash that's what's hap actual money dollar jeremy that's that's hap are you finding that i think everyone's finding it I mean, apart from the people who really, are no. uh, now unemployed, <laughs> so alienating part of our, <laughs> of our audience. Like, I'll make, I'll make... Check out this entitled motherfucker who's just rubbing <laughs> in our face. Here comes the fact money. that he is, he's sitting at home, working from home, getting paid that mad money. Cha-ching, dollar, dollar. Um, yeah, it's true. Uh, there, but for the grace of God, go I. Do you know, any time the rug could come under my feet, it's like, well, if you won't come into work, we'll just replace you with robots. And I'm like, this guy's been watching too much Westworld. I'm like, one <laughs> of these days, finish Westworld now. Don't want to get into it. It's excellent. Go and watch it. Uh, but yeah, okay, maybe a bit entitled. But having money is a good thing. Um, didn't maybe want to come across as like some guy wearing a top hat, like the guy from the Monopoly board. Who I think yeah, I went. I went there as well. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Top Hat. Okay, all right, fine, fine, fine. Uh, have you ever got anything that's nap? Anything that's anything that's annoying you at the moment? Yes, I do. <laughs> un- un- unsurprisingly, things have annoyed me. In that <laughs> the world is still spinning, therefore Jazz is still annoyed at something and is shouting <laughs> at the sky. Is is that the slogan for this show? World still yeah. spinning, Jazz still annoyed. But do you know what's pissed me off this week? What's pissed you off, Jez? Oh, it's not even this week. It's over the course of this entire lockdown and before <laughs> the lockdown. I go to the supermarket and I'm walking the aisles like, like Ric Flair, styling and profiling down the aisle. <laughs> Woo! And I get to the baking aisle or the bread aisle, whatever you want to call it, or however your local supermarket chain may be laid out. Yeah. Bread aisle. And what I find is that the shelves that are supposed to have flour and all that kind of wheat-based product on them are completely bare. And they have the been are bare, Jeremy. F- for like two and a half, three months. <laughs> and obviously, in lockdown, these people have decided to while away their time baking bread. Like, I'm here so to much. tell you... <laughs> That baking bread is nap. <laughs> and what's more nap 
is hoarding all the fucking flour. Hoarding, hoarding the supplies. Like, the supplies like of, for it. Of all the like things that disappeared God. off the shelf, like toilet roll and pasta and all the things that are like, yeah, we, we probably need those should everything go tits up. Like, fair enough. You're, you're still a prick, but I can understand you wanting more toilet roll and more pasta than is necessary. But fucking flour? I know. I know. What basically I love about this, and I love that you're saying baking bread, right? Because like, I think a lot of people went, do you know what? Do you know what, Margaret? I'm going to make my own fucking bread. No one can, there's going to be no bread on the shelves. Flour, I'll make my own. And then his wife went, you don't know how to make bread. It's like, I'll make bread. I'll make bread. It's like, you're going to buy all that flour and it's going to go in the cupboard and you'll never make any bread. And they bought the yeast and he bought the flour and he, it stayed in the cupboard. I bought some flour as well and it has stayed <laughs> in the cupboard. But you're I can a only prick. Got a... <laughs> but that is true. <laughs> But I mean, I didn't buy like stupid amounts. I bought a reasonable amount for me. Like I bought a packet of flour in the hopes. That, and I did use it. And I made some flatbread, actually. So really? But, but yes, I'm not, I mean, I'm not even sure you can justify curry. any purchase of flour in this lockdown as a reasonable amount. I'm not buying it, Alex. What do you mean? What do you mean it's not a reasonable amount? It's like a bag. of Actually, there was two bags of flour. Oh shit! I am a prick, um, but I know what you mean. You go there, there's and even. But the thing about it is, Jeremy, is that by now the flour should have come back because no one is baking bread. They are liars. There's no bread baking happening. So if their cupboards are literally full, that means there should be a restock coming in. But it's almost like everyone who goes in goes and another eight, another eight, bags and another of flour, six please. bags of flour. Like if you go around these people's houses, there's like an entire kind of you open a cupboard and all the flour just falls out and it's like oh. You told me you were going to make some bread. Oh, yeah, I'll make some bread. Like when they don't do that voice that when someone hasn't hasn't put up a shelf or something and their wife nags them. So, you told me you were going to make some ciabatta. <laughs> <sighs> I'm so with you. I'm so with you. Bake it or lake it. That's what I say. Yeah, that's the phrase. That's the phrase. Um, I'll tell you what. On top of this, I'll tell you who's nap. Uh, people. Tell and this is also one of the best things that might come up a bit later. But like people, oh man, people drive me up the wall, Jeremy. I'm so yep. glad that I don't have to see them. I just get to <laughs> sit in here and just never see them. Because and breaking the money. Stupid stuff. Yeah. Ching, ching, dollar, dollar. Um, yeah, exactly. This is the, I'm living my perfect life. With the exception of uh, not seeing my girlfriend, who's probably watching. <laughs> I should be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living my almost perfect life with the exception of not seeing uh, my girlfriend, which is shit. But the, all the other sections, I get to work from my office. I get to do this. Yeah, covered it up. So I, um, I get to watch TV programs, cook, make cocktails, drink, and I don't have to see idiots. So You get to bake bread. Pretty. Oh, mate, I am baking bread. You know, I'm, I'm selling the bread for more money. I do, I do a a bakery service. That's, that's why I needed so much of it off the shelves, Jeremy. Because I do you throw the bread at people because you can't actually give it to them. You're like, yeah, like what? What do you want, Dave? <laughs> All right, six six ciabatta and a and a pit of bread. All right, yeah, hold on, like cover your head. <laughs> Fourth, I can only make a flatbread, Jeremy, because I inadvertently didn't get any self-raising flour because some bastards already got it. So I can only make one type of bread, which is the perfect one for throwing, which is why it's so good to go out of a window. Um, so yeah, bacon bread all day long, making money. That's why they call it dough, Jeremy. 
because that's what I'm making. Hand over fist, knocking it out, proving it. Well, not with the flatbread. It's just, you know, but I don't want to get into the bread facts about it. I think I may have already... <laughs> we might have laboured on the bread a little too long. <laughs> no! No, 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 no. Okay, okay. Fair the enough. bread is fully leavened now. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? In these times of crisis, bread would be what we came back to, you know. But um, there you go. So let's go on to that section. When I'm talking about things that are idiots, like myself, for mentioning how much money I'm making, which I'm, by the way, really not. I just like... Um, it's more that you're not spending money, isn't it? Let's I'm make that spending. clear. That's it. I'm not raised. I'm not. Trust me. I'm not making. Uh, making dollars. You're not cashing not in the trust fund dollar. or anything. No, it's not like that. I'm just <laughs> not spending. Um, but then, but then, Jeremy, money is burning a hole in my pocket. Now I just want to splurge my my money that I'm not spending. Like better spend it. So now I just want to like. I have a. I have a PC. I have a. Um, PS3, I have a Switch, and I very rarely play the PS3, but for some reason, I want to buy a PS4. Like, I feel like I've got the money, so I have to buy it, which is the stupidest thing in the world. But sooner or later, I'll be on one of these broadcasts going, got a PS4. Like, it's really cool. <laughs> like, it's, like it's what, 10 years ago or whatever? I don't know. Well, what welcome to 2016. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Jeremy, I've got the new best thing, the PS4. And it's like, uh, what? So anyway, as much as idiocy as that is for me, we do have a section we call COVIDiot of the week. Absolutely, which I think we're entering now. <laughs> so, do you have a do you have a COVIDiot, or do you want me to go for a COVIDiot? Um, yeah, I think you should go first because I I kind of stole your thunder a little bit last week on the on the COVIDiot. So go go for no, your, no, your guy. No, no. Well, actually. I'm not going to go for him again, even though I should <laughs> bloody hate him as well. But I tell you what, I just but but even I don't even want to refer to it because it'll give away when I can use it another time. But the person that was the biggest COVID idiot this week for me, one of the biggest anyway, uh, was the Tory MP who said that people uh, might be a little too willing to stay at home. Um, what's his name? Graham Brady, who's a Tory MP, just said the public are a little too willing to stay at home in a kind of pejorative way, as if to suggest, like, we're all work-shy pricks who shirk, uh, shirk chances to work at any opportunity. And we've all just decided to kind of, like, sit around on the sofa. And it's like, you asked us two motherfuckers! What's wrong yeah. with you? Honestly. <laughs> it's like, what, the whole... What of, even was the point party? he was making? I don't know! I don't know. It's just like, I think, I, I think it was just probably a prerequisite to later on proving that when the economy has failed, they'll say, well because you motherfuckers stayed at home and you didn't go working so they've got a scapegoat for that when it comes down but he basically said it's a little bit you know yeah people are too willing to stay at home it's like your own party asked everyone to do you, that you have you have literally mandated it with legislation you utter bellend <laughs> and honestly is he not a bigger covid idiot than than the other one i have in my notes basically because that is class that's so class is to basically say the whole it's like boris has literally told us to stay indoors why are you having a go at people so he Absolutely, Graham Brady, COVID of the week. Well, for me, anyway. I don't know about you. Um, I have another one, but I think it can wait. For me, I'm so going to. you? I'm going to be a whole lot more general than that, and I'm going to say that we, you and I, and everyone else, the British people, are the COVID of the week. <laughs> well, I was last week. <laughs> 
um, for not knowing what a queue is. But ex- expand, enlighten. I mean, uh, in opposition to what Graham, Bra- Graham Brady has said, yes, we we the people of Great Britain have been utterly terrible at following these lockdown rules and social yes. distancing and the instruction that we were given by the government it's written on the podium every day when they do the press conference stay at yes. home protect yes. the nhs save lives save lives so in my view perhaps not that complicated a message but it's not clearly far far too complex for the british people and so people jeremy being the the stand-up guy that i am and uh, i'm i'm all about helping helping the community and yes getting getting people on the right track i have prepared my own messages that perhaps the government could be using <laughs> instead w- would you like to would you like to see something yeah. <laughs> yes i would yes okay bear with me for a moment you tune into the government's briefing and you see yes. the message on the uh, on the podium. Yes, which has changed perhaps, now. Perhaps this one <laughs> might have been clearer. Yes. Net Netflix and chill for two months. Yeah, 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 yeah. Simple to the point. There's no ambiguity there. Netflix and chill indefinitely. Oh man, <laughs> I love it. I love it. That would have been straight to the point. You got any more? Well, if that one doesn't do it for you, <laughs> you are being paid to watch TV. Dollar, dollar. Be like Alex, <laughs> rake Be in like the moolah, me. sit on your ass and watch TV. Cha-ching! Buy a PS4. Alternatively, we could go with a scaremongering tactic. <laughs> Outside your house, the floor is lava. <laughs> They'll never believe it. They go out anywhere. Oh, this is nice and warm. Similarly, the ghost of Jimmy Savile is out there. Do you know what? That's the public might respond to that. That's the kind of you've got. I think you've hit the nail on the head on that one. IG is a ghost, and people have an obsession with ghosts and, and haunting programs. So maybe that'll actually entice them. Hard to say. I don't think that one will work. Well, my my last final one isn't really kind of advice to stay in. It's more a reaction to the people complaining about having to stay at home. Are you ready? Yes. Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> Quit your jibber jabber. For the benefit of the podcast version of this show, the oh. last one is <laughs> Quit your jibber jabber. You ain't hurt. You ain't hurt. Okay, but you know, uh, for the podcast bit, we could probably put it, link these things in. I don't know how that works, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, well, I'll put, I'll put up the pictures, but. Do you know. Because otherwise, people won't be able to see how, how expertly. I have photoshopped Mr. T's head onto Matt Hancock's body. Hey, the world needs to see that. The world needs to see that. Yeah, but they changed it. Then they changed this, the um, the phrase now. Instead of saying, uh, I can't remember the, what the old. It's been so long. I can't remember the old phrase now. Now they're saying stay alert, rather than like you know stay indoors or whatever it was. Stay yeah. alert. And I mean, in the interest of being contemporary, perhaps we should discuss boris johnson and his speech tonight uh perhaps because inexplicably he's not a covid yet no one time that, hey now we were expecting it 
covidiacy of the highest order. Yes. But we've we've kind of got covidiacy of the mid middle, middle management. <laughs> well, mm, let me say. I mean, I don't want to drag this thing into too depressing a, a, a as expected. I like it. Keep it light, which is why I use my hands a lot and I smile. Uh, but uh, which you won't be able to see if you have to listen to it back. But trust me, I was smiling. But um, so I want to keep it light when I say <laughs> it was the greatest bait and switch we've ever seen. They probably all the tabloids ran with the same sort of stuff in in advance of it, suggesting that they'd all knew the same information. Which suggested they all kind of leaked the same information. And think people were running with things like kind of this is the last day of of lock, lock, lockdown or this is going to be the last weekend of this that running with things that made everyone just think oh god this whole, the, the message they must have got is that we're all going to come out of lockdown and then boris comes up to the podium and basically says everything basically is staying the same we're just hoping to come out of lockdown i'm like so you've really told us nothing so look at this pretty picture yeah <laughs> that here, look, here's the thing. there are there are colors and numbers and everything it's pretty what I love about it is that it really didn't change anything apart from the slogan, which made it less clear than it was before. So the kind of people who are already willing not to obey it now have even more reason to disobey it because they're not clear about what it means. And they've blinded us with science. It's all good and well uh, using science. If you have to really clarify it, unfortunately, he's basically said, we want to reopen shops at this point, bring people like construction workers back at this point, we want to do this at this point, reopen like the catering industry at this point. But if we can't, we won't. So I'm like, so we want to open things, but if we can't, we won't. I'm like, well, yeah, we knew that. You don't that that's living day to day. This, this is how life works. If we can do the thing, we'll do the thing. If we can't do the thing, we won't do the thing. <laughs> Thank you, that'll be $100. <laughs> I just can't believe... And the best thing about this is that people went out every day and said, it's my daily exercise, mate. I get to do this once a day. So if they, in order to make sure they could circumvent the rules, they'd just say, well, it's my once a day exercise. But now we've been told we can exercise and go to the park on an unlimited basis, like it's a Cineworld yeah. card. We can do whatever we want. And so I think the thing that most people... Yeah, I think most people most british people will have heard from that yeah i can go do sport mate i can get down with the lads down the park play some football yeah have a, have a beer with the lads sunbathe what? because what it, it's, my exercise. Exercise. it's my exercise it's my mate. exercise if you're saying you can unlimitedly exercise and go to a park that means you can go out that's what people have heard they're gonna <laughs> le- no don't say that what have you done oh my god so that was the bit i took issue with you know aside from everything but <laughs> so, so stupid oh my god but... but considering you and i were fully prepared to annihilate this man for lifting lockdown measures i yes. think it's fair to say it could have been a lot lot worse yes it could have been a lot lot worse uh um no new information but thankfully we're all staying inside well things are not better so yes we can talk about that um and that is probably the only takeaway is now unlimited unlimited exercise by the way we were a nation i don't know that we are big on exercise anyway i mean some people are some people like the gym some people like cycling but a lot of us don't so <laughs> i don't know whether this what i don't know whether this was a whole thing was just a conspiracy to get people to be fitter it's like well i'm going for a run i'm gonna yeah. tell me i can go for a run i'm gonna, just gonna keep running running and running around in a circle i'm just gonna do it can't tell me i can't and it's just like the whole nation gets incredibly fit. 
I'm going to link back to this later. So hold hold the hold this space. Okay. Um, half an hour into our wonderful live stream. I hope people are paying attention. If you're not, that doesn't matter because you get a chance to see it another time. Uh, while you're in, um, while you're in, you can watch TV. That's literally the point. That's the thing we can all do. It, it was on the podium earlier. I'm sure Matt it Hancock was. told us to to stay in and watch TV. Stay in and watch TV. Stay in, stay in and watch TV. Um, what have you been watching? What have you been watching? Have you been watching anything? Yeah, I mean, not nothing current, but something worth mentioning because it's totally in in my wheelhouse of life in general. And I've right, I I tried to watch it before, and for some reason it didn't stick. But now I'm I'm all in on this this TV series. Uh, it's about ten years old, I would say, and it's called Lie to Me. Oh yes, I know it. It's got Tim Roth uh, in it. It stars the fantastic Tim Roth. Yes. Uh, yes. Doing his natural role of looking grumpy and telling people they're prexy in various different ways. (laughs) (laughs) But the part of it that really speaks to me as an avid watcher of people and just looking at their behavior and how they're acting and interacting with each other is all of the, the science of body language and the tells of lying and what involuntary things people do when they're lying and i am all over that i'm watching this as a documentary more than i am a a tv series love it love it i've not watched any i do kind of know the concept of it in a way um but i've not seen it but you can watch that i don't know what you can watch it on it's on amazon prime right so that's where you can watch it um and you're enjoying it so you're going to tell me it's hap, I presume. You wouldn't be watching it. Mind you, you gave it a go, didn't work, come back to it. Yeah, I think that was more due to my my time and life more than it mm. being bad. It's definitely good from the beginning. There is no question about that in my mind. And um, is he like a criminal psychologist or something and he just talks to people and knows that they're lying? Yeah, that's probably a good idea, isn't it? Tell people what this show is about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, no, yeah, but so, they might construe the lie to me. So he is he is a a psychologist of kind, an expert in reading lies. people and reading lies and telling whether people are lying. And he he has his own company that is hired by law enforcement and whoever in, in the States who bring him in and go this guy, I'm about to give him a million pounds or dollars because it's in the States. Um, but I need to know if I can trust him or not. So can you like <laughs> ask him some magic questions and tell me if he's a lying tosspot or not? But everyone lies, so what? Um, but anyway, so he, he goes and does that. Yeah. Um, is he married? While lying him- himself. Uh, in this, say. he is not married, no. I was going to say, because he- that would be annoying, wouldn't it? If you were that good at detecting lies and and like every time your wife said i yeah yeah yeah, i put the bins out when you haven't you'd be like i know that you haven't put the bins out because that would just be no wonder he hasn't they were never going to give him a wife in this in this program so because he would (laughs) the the way that they have got around that is that uh he has uh his teenage daughter okay so obviously lies are plenty there Yes. I'm not having a party, Dad. I promise. You're a liar, daughter. 
mm. <laughs> oh, man, what a killjoy. This guy would just be, oh, sucks so hard. It's just like, I know that these aren't your real grades. And it's like, oh, God. Fucking hate you, Dan. And in addition to that, they've, uh, his colleague, or one of his colleagues, uh, their husband is cheating having on them, an having affair. an affair. Yeah. Um, but despite being an expert in like lie reading as well, is not seeing it. <laughs> so there's oh there's God. a lot of kind of side and side stories to go with it but it's 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 worth watching does he get a kind of like a spider sense kind of like symbol come out of his head or like you hear his inner monologue when he's like i know this person's lying like it's a lie thing go off and bleep, 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 bleep. it's like he does the tim he does that kind of tim roth intense stare look with the head turns like <laughs> it's like, oh shit, he's caught if, me. If you've ever seen Tim Roth in anything, you know the look. Oh yeah, I saw him in Tin Star. Actually, he's quite funny in Tin Star, uh, where he just goes around, just like beating everyone up and shooting them, and going into the biker bars and just shooting somebody in the face, and then they all have a fight with him and gets on their bikes and rides away. It's so stupid, but it's great. Um, I don't know if I'd ever watch it again, but I do know what you mean. Okay, cool. Hap or nap? I mean, it, just for the. It's absolutely hap for the record. Go and watch it. I tell you what, if you want something, <laughs> I've been watching reality TV show Too Hot to Handle on Netflix. I've not heard of this. Right, right so um, I watched it because Isabeau wants to watch it. Um, I wouldn't have necessarily seen it myself. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of reality. This one is my favorite, though. I mean, not that I watch a lot, but if I had to pick one, it would be this one. And the plot of which is they all go to this kind of retreat um, where they or go away like it's a bit like Love Island and there's all these guys and all these girls you're losing me jump on it (laughs) (laughs) what because I said Love Island you said Love Island this is not for you Jeremy this is for people liking that like uh, I'm telling you what I've seen um, that like reality TV (laughs) Um, it's not the greatest I'm just calling it as I see it he says yeah yeah fair enough so but the best thing is uh, so they all want to have sex with each other right because that's what happens on these shows yeah. But oh by the way, I remember when we first had Big Brother came out, uh, and everyone's like, I wonder if something will happen. And like it was so tame. And now they've obviously gone like we cannot go back to those dark old days where reality had uh, reality TV had no sex. So they just kind of shoveled all this sex into it on every opportunity. It's like, give the public what they want. So amusingly, this show is about where they get them all together and then it gets announced through this little kind of Alexa style device, which controls the whole thing called Lana, who says the rules of the retreat are you're not allowed to have sex. So no one's allowed to have sex or with themselves, as it were, on their own, if you know what I mean. No one's allowed to do any sexual touching, sex of any kind. And you have a prize fund of uh, $100,000. And if at the end, uh, at the end, you get to divide what's left, but you lose money every time you commit sexual acts. So like even or even nonsense like kissing, you they lose three thousand dollars for kissing. So these guys had a kiss at the beginning, and the the, the robotic voice is like, "You have lost three thousand bucks." And so they kind of and there's one guy in it. Uh, they're all really funny, by the way. Some of them don't mean to be funny, but some of them are like laugh out loud. Actually, should be scripted. So funny. And one guy is just called Kells. Just is like the accountant. He's like, "Oh, you just fucking lost me three thousand dollars, mate. That's my money." The most expensive kiss I've ever had to do. Oh, I wasn't even having the kiss. And it's just like so beautiful to watch. So it's, it is funny. 
if you like reality TV, you probably enjoy it. And there's something uh, cathartic and wonderful about watching people struggle. So schadenfreude is really what it is. Um, so I don't expect it to be for you, Jeremy, but I have been watching it and I have been laughing. Actual lols were coming out of my <laughs> mouth because <laughs> they're very funny. Uh, I don't think they mean to, but they, there's some one-liners that just dropped that I just did not know they were going to do. That It is funny. Um, it, I don't know if I really want to say it's hat, but it's making me happy. So, so yeah, I mean, you wouldn't recommend it to me. It sounds like no. Would would you generally recommend it? Oh uh, yeah, no, <laughs> no. It so, passes the time. So it's nap then. It's not nap. Can it be map? What was the one we said in the middle? It was map, map, map. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I've done it, haven't I? I, I said we only have two binary options, and I fucked it again. But um, <laughs> I don't know. It's not. If I had a choice between this and the other show I've been watching, it wouldn't even get on the radar. Basically, how are we doing on time? Um, yeah. What do you want to? I've got. I can see you've watched something else. Do you want to say what it is you've been watching? Other than that, because I I really want to know what it is because I can see it on on the show notes. I don't know what you're talking okay. about. Yeah, I've only watched one episode, um, but it's something I tried out as a fan of any quiz that isn't online and on Zoom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, it's called Beat the Chasers. Are right. you familiar with The Chase? The Chase? I yeah. no, I do know it. Yes, I do know it. Bradley Walsh um, people. That's the one, yeah. Have yeah. So the, the, have the, the Beat the Chaser. That's right. So the premise of that is a team of four all take turns to answer questions against the chaser and try not to be caught. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. This, Money goes in the pot. This is a spin-off of The Chase because... Quiz shows need spin-offs, apparently. It had this to is happen. a thing now. Uh, and instead of it being four people against one chaser, it is one person against any combination of the five available chasers. Okay. Is so the answer. Okay, Karen, Karen. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll explain that because it is quite a confusing thing at first glance. So the idea is they answer some questions, first of all, and build up a pot of money mm-hmm. and then from from there they are given the option of um they've got they've got 60 seconds to answer as many questions as they can in the main part mm-hmm. and the the chasers kind of dictate the time that they have to answer questions by the amount of money they offer so say for example right. they go into it with three thousand pounds the first two chasers they'll say right it's me and the beast um and if you if you want to take us two on we want 45 seconds but we'll give you six grand right and then they pipe up and go right if it's three chasers we want 50 seconds to answer all the questions but we'll give you 15 grand if you beat us and it goes up incrementally to the five if you take on all five then it's like ridiculous stupid money but does that mean like they can all confer? So you've got five chase. I mean, it'd be impossible. To- no, the chasers have to buzz in. So it's a bit oh, like okay. a, a chess clock. In that you, you start out, the contestant gets the first question. And if they get the question right, hit the, hit the, uh, the move clock on chess and it goes to the chasers. So if you get right. questions wrong, it keeps ticking and ticking and ticking. So the idea is that you need to answer your question correctly to yeah, waste their time and, vi- and vice versa exactly um and i 
have watched one episode of it and I can't really decide if I prefer it <laughs> to that. the chase, if I prefer it to anything, or <laughs> I think it needs more more, watching, more inspection, more a closer inspection. It just seems like they were like, hey, do you know what's popular? The chase. How about we do another show that's a bit like the chase? It's like with the same kind hey, give the public more of what they want. You know? Exactly. It was yeah. it's popular, it's a popular show. Um, I mean, I can't wait for the uh, the spin-off of Jeopardy. That's what I'm waiting for. Spin-off of Jeopardy. That would be amazing. They could call it. Hey. They could call it Beat Off Trebek. <laughs> Trebek is the only <laughs> contestant, and everybody else takes it in turns to ask him questions. I don't think that would work. Um, okay, but you don't know if it's half or nap. No, no. I think. From what I saw, it's Hap, but I'm not sure it's going to stand the test of time over multiple episodes. Fair enough. To wrap Hap up this with an episode, asterisk. I'll tell, you, I'll, uh, I'll tell you what I've been watching, which I've been enjoying, which Isabeau put me onto, is Never Have I Ever. Never Have I Ever is, um, is on Netflix. It's about this high school girl, high, uh, high school Hindu girl, who's just going through, it's kind of like one of those coming of age kind of high school things. So it feels very Stranger Things. It feels very Breakfast Clubby, if you know what I mean. Like mm -hmm. high school mm -hmm. kids, stuff that goes on, people trying to get with boys and all that sort of stuff. Um, and on the face of it, actually, I find that sort of stuff quite heartwarming if it's done well. And this is, so it is quite heartwarming and you're kind of exploring their lives. And it's been done before, so it's not like massively, uh, it's kind of derivative in that way, but it is really enjoyable and it's really funny and like the indian family that's the centerpiece of this is really funny and her mother's really funny and her friends are really cool and it's all about that and it's narrated unbelievably um by john McEnroe, the tennis player wow okay <laughs> and like when it i didn't want to say that because i just wanted people to be as surprised as i was it opens up and it's like i'm john McEnroe, and he's the narrator and it's pitch perfect honestly it's so happy I watched it. I was watching it just before I came and did this. I'll watch it when I come. I, so they're so funny. And you're, and like many high school coming of age things, you're rooting for them, you know, for it to all come good for them. They've all got these crazy emotions and they're all trying to get with people for the, all for the wrong reasons. And you're hoping that they, they, it all works out for those crazy kids in the end. And you know that it will do. But it's fun watching their cringy mistakes. But it's also going to be great when it unravels and it's, everything's perfect. And John McEnroe, man, what the hell is he doing? It's so funny. You've got to watch. Honestly, it's the best thing I've watched in such a long time. You've got to watch Never Have I Ever. It's on Netflix. Watch it. It's really good. I think there okay. might be like eight episodes. Do watch it. Would you say that, that this series has now perhaps become your COVID obsession? <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm obsessed with it. Which brings us on to the segment we like to call my COVID obsession. Did you like my little segue then? Was that neat? I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. When you said it, I might like my little eyes like lit up because um, I have small eyes. Uh, yeah. My COVID obsession. I guess actually it is. I'm pretty obsessed with, I was obsessed with Westworld, but now I'm obsessed with Never Have I Ever. That's the problem. If you get something you like, it's going to disappear because yeah. it might be... That's the problem. There is only a finite amount of television series out there for us to... So we're just going to bounce from, from series to series, being obsessed with it. At, Hoping each bursts. series is the leap home. 
Um, yeah, my obsession, never have I ever. Do you have an obsession? Something that maybe you weren't obsessed with before isolation? Yeah, Not definitely. Making bread. Um, and it kind of throws back to what we were we were talking about earlier in that I'd never really been into going for walks. It's something <laughs> that tormented my childhood a little bit and that my parents were like, it's Saturday, let's go for a walk. Oh, really? I've... <laughs> I'm, I'm all right here, actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Can we not? Like, can you just leave me here? Oh, thank God. But in this lockdown, because I was told that I was potentially simultaneously allowed to and not allowed to, I decided that going for a walk was the best thing ever. And so for a period of several days, I decided to go out for a walk and explore the good town of Folkestone in which we both live. Yes. But that all came to a screeching halt when one day Wait, I decided... So like... Well, yeah, it came to a a, 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 a a very slow, skiddy little ruin my trainer's halt. <laughs> when one day I decided to go out for a walk and I walked too far and slightly out of my range <laughs> and i had to quote, i had to call my wife to come and pick me up in the car <laughs> how was it out of your range why don't you just turn around and go back the way you came it's not like the well you for real well the thing is is that it wasn't a conventional walk in that i decided to go i was looking and people who are, are local to us will know this i my goal was to find the horse on the hill <laughs> <laughs> the there is a chalk horse like burned into the, the hill. into a mountainside on the hill as as the name suggests yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. and my mission was i'm gonna find this thing so i went up to uh up to the downs and walked along i i climbed up and down a few mountains to try and find it convinced i, I knew where i was mountains by the way these aren't mountains <laughs> <laughs> i like you're really overplaying people are like, oh my god folks that sounds really like Ben Nevesy down there. I, I'm, I'm what they like to call a rambler now. That's that's me. <laughs> oh God, what has happened to you? So, I mean, I kind of know where this is going, but did you find the, the horse? I, I did eventually. But the thing about it was, is that I thought I knew, like, the paths. I thought that there was a path that would bring me back alongside the back of the Channel Tunnel Terminal and yeah, all would yeah, be good. So I... Well, yeah, but I couldn't find it, even though I've been there before. <laughs> so I walked and walked and walked, and I managed to find myself in the neighbouring town. And I'm like, oh, I know where I am now. This is a long way away from my home. <laughs> <laughs> so your wife came and picked you up. Yeah. I, I, I stood there waiting. A police car drove past me, looking at me, kind of... <laughs> what are you what are you doing out here and why are you just standing the there i'm just like just get my exercise mate unlimited exercise now I can look at the horse as much as i want so yeah that was my obsession until i ruined it for myself yeah well fair enough that's like all good obsessions they have to come to an end i think eventually but um that's probably not the definition of obsession but um at any rate <laughs> Good work. I don't think I'd ever have an obsession like walking. 
<laughs> I do know the area you're talking about. I love the fact that, hey, it can get a bit confusing down Crete Road East or wherever it is you were. Um, let me see what I've got on. Oh, I'll tell you what. I've become obsessed with a show I always hated. Um, after seeing it on TV, on YouTube, I've become obsessed with Jesus Christ Superstar. So okay. my COVID obsession is a musical I always thought was totally nap. Like one of the worst of all Andrew Lloyd. Who in their right mind thought, I know, I'll write a mu I mean, I know they made Godspell. So I was about to say, who in their right mind would write a musical of the life of Christ? It's like so good, someone else did it as well. Um, but Jesus Christ Superstar, you know, sensationalizing loads of ill-conceived facts and non-truths. I mean, it's, by the way, I'm, no, I'm not on a high horse. Neither are you, by the way. I'm not on a high horse about... Um, about the life of Christ or anything like that. And I'm not like massively Christian or anything like that. But when I first watched it, I was like, oh, come on. This is just like, he does this and he does that. And it's all, it's all not true. And that's not how it would have worked. And that's not what the Bible says. And I got really irritated by it. Music's all shit. And nothing's good about it. And why would anyone ever watch it? And the only good song in it is Superstar. And that doesn't come to, oh, I get it. So um, I hated it. And then it came on um, YouTube a few weeks ago, just at the beginning of lockdown and now i am obsessed with it it's also partly owen's fault because he started singing some of it to me and now every day i listen to it it's almost i listen to it more than i listen to hamilton that is the dangerous wow. thing. wow i know i know i feel strangely dirty but it is really good i was like and i'm i walk around and i'll be doing um i'll be eating cereal or something and i'll be singing like <laughs> be singing Jesus Christ Superstar and I'll be acting it out like I don't even want to tell you the truth about this Jeremy all the people that might and, but I'm just walking around my flat just like pretending that I'm in the show and singing it to people to nobody to nobody I've gone I can picture it yeah yeah <laughs> this is I'll totally do, consistent with your character for people who don't know you this is totally consistent I'm yeah, I will buy this true. I just like you got the wrong man lady just like no one's no one's around like performing to nobody that's the worst kind of performance maybe i'll do you want to hear something funny about jesus christ superstar uh yeah i do uh when i was a child i would off in my head i would mix up jesus christ superstar and starlight express oh my god that just gave me an idea but Karen, oh, oh really yeah and because so in my in my head i i don't know what it was but in my head the they were one in the same and so i'd never seen it seen that like either either thing so in my head <laughs> jesus christ starlight express was jesus christ on skates <laughs> doing disco and skating around i love starlight express i've seen it several times uh when it was running uh in london years ago like late 80s it doesn't run anymore i think it runs occasionally throughout europe i'd love to see it again i adore um starlight express although i listened to it recently because i knew every word i still know every word of starlight express express because i was obsessed with them as a kid but now i watched it again i'm like starlight express isn't as good as i thought it was but jesus christ super starlight express <laughs> would be something i would pay to see oh my god if they put Jesus Christ Superstar on skates with a kind of like a, a poppy, well, it's already pretty poppy, uh, soundtrack. Oh. Throwing some Weber disco balls. I love it. 
I love it. And they're all going around on a track. Oh, my God. Do, 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 do. Oh, what a show. That might come up as well. That I love it, by the way. I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that would be my obsession. I really wish that were a thing, but perhaps not. Um, but that's an obsession. That is an obsession. Now, how are we doing for time? Because it feels like we're just at the end. I think, do you want to save the next bit for next week? I think we should finish off with our last, with the, the last thing we have planned. Uh, we've, we had a few little technical delays throughout this, so our, our time isn't probably fully accurate. So I think we finish off with our last planned segment and uh, call it a night from there. Okay, sure. Okay, cool. Well, so you're going to you're going to seek to see the positives in COVID and I am. answer the question on everyone's lips. I think it's important being that how we started this show explaining that how can you make COVID a, a positive thing? How can this not be just a negative horrible podcast? And I'm here to tell you that coronavirus has really done some positive things for us, okay? <laughs> what has I've COVID got two done I've got anyway? two things. The first of all is the wonderful news, and it's already been name-dropped in this episode already. The wonderful, wonderful news that thanks to the coronavirus, Love Island is cancelled. <laughs> Mic drop. Thank you, coronavirus. We love you. Do you know what? A lot of people aren't going to love that news, Jeremy. People are big fans of Love Island. I mean... Fuck those people. <laughs> That's a lot of things getting cancelled. Love Island is one. That's always going to be a thing, isn't it? You know? So you're not a fan of Love Island. What's not like, not. Jeremy? You curmudgeon. You Tim Roth-like curmudgeon looking, squintingly sideways at bikini bathing beauties. What's not I mean, I suppose like it's, fine on, it's fine on mute, perhaps. I don't know. But <laughs> the moment they start to speak and their vapid personalities come out, I'm done. You're done. Have you ever watched an episode of Love Island? Uh, I've watched like a bit of the one episode or like the opener from, it probably wasn't the first series, but. Sure. I gave it a fair shake. <laughs> Whilst you were watching Love Island. <laughs> Whilst it was on mute, as we mentioned earlier. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you don't need Love Island because you've got too hot to handle. Um, Okay, fair enough. And uh, what other what other things have COVID done for us other than Love Island being cancelled? So the the main the main bonus of the coronavirus and and of lockdown in general is that I don't need to care what I look like day to day. And <laughs> that's true. You know, that's true. I don't I don't tend to care that much what I look like day to day. I'm not a particularly vain person, but specifically lockdown and the coronavirus means i can spend my days in my pajamas that have dinosaurs with christmas hats <laughs> on them and not feel bad about it i don't care what month it is i can wear my christmas di i'm not wearing them now they're in the wash <laughs> I I this is gonna be a reveal <laughs> it's like and I now unfortunately you know the lockdown doesn't do anything for the fact that you know, you still smell and you still have to wash things. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. I've thwarted my own bit by being clean <laughs> and hygienic. Sorry about that. But that's how you get them back next week, Jeremy, because people will be clamoring. The world needs to see dino pants with 
Christmas hats. That's right. Yeah. 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 Hey, you- come for the comedy. Stay for the dinosaur Christmas pajamas. Stay for your pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's the slogan. That's the slogan. I don't have anything. I don't have anything particular. I love it. I, love- I think you've nailed it. And I don't think there's anything I want to add to that. But I do hope that people come back and want to see those. Because I t- what it says for working from home, it's like, do you know what? You need to distinguish work from home. So when you're working, you should get dressed into your work clothes. And when you've done, you can get into your slobby PJs. And I'm like, fuck that. I'm at home. <laughs> I'll be in PJs all the time. Like, why would I not? It's like, it's important to distinguish. Mate, I can distinguish when I'm working from when I'm not working. My clothes are not a part of that. I can wear what I want. <laughs> it's just like, these are, it's very important. But these are the same types of people that say, yes, you're going to work. You should be wearing a, sh- a shirt and a tie because that tells you that you're at work. Like, now you're at work. Like, dude, I'm not sat on my ass watching Netflix. <laughs> I know I'm at fucking work. Yeah, I know. I'm typing on Excel. What was the giveaway? Do you see my couch here? <laughs> yeah. No, I am a big fan of that. I think something positive COVID has done for us is I've now embraced pajamas. And do you know what? Um, I could have more now that you've inspired me to buy even more than I have. So yeah, I need more for sure. Perhaps this will be a COVID obsession before too long. <laughs> I also, given my kind of obsession with um, spending money. I will spend money on PJs and I'll walk around my house singing Jesus Christ Superstar in them. That is going to be my life, at least until Boris tells us that he's made a decision and we can all go out again. And when I do go out, Jeremy, I'll go running into the streets still wearing my PJs Um, because I won't be able to distinguish the real world from home. and I won't be able to tell. Um, Anyway, yes, good work. And that's a, a perfect image to to leave our audience on. <laughs> to leave it yes um now people can listen to this watch this we'll post it we'll do it how does that work yeah so this will be a podcast in the coming days hopefully fingers crossed it didn't quite work out for us last week but our clean crisp audio from our microphones should hopefully uh have survived this time and we can have a nice nice podcast from it but if yeah. not uh, the audio direct from this stream will be available. There will be a way of listening to this as a podcast. Nice. Uh, other than that, I would encourage people to subscribe to the channel, hit the bell to know when we're streaming, and come and join us again next time. Cool, 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 cool. In which case, I'll say goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. All right, see you later.